go through each of the characters because this is something we did not do with Sean. And we could go through each of the characters and uh, comment on um, the strategy that lies behind them. Yes, well, every player has a different strategy for each character. Because mm -hmm. the, the way the characters work is, in Kingdom of the Sea, you kind of combo different character strategies. Like, th there are times when people just focus on using one character for a game, but then there are the people like me and Mix, who's, as I said, the best player in the game. We uh, focus on com com uh, combining attacks, uh, well, well, character uh, abilities to yeah. make a pretty big turn. So, like, one of my favorite combinations, will, I'll, I'll start talking about characters now, is a king, a merchant, and a sorcerer. This used to be my favorite tactic <laughs> before Zdenek fucked up. <laughs> what do you mean I fucked up? You fucking changed the spell system! Yeah, because it, this was getting too strong, obviously. Okay, so... No, that, that was not the reason I did that. Before I talk to you about this, the strategy about the... Uh, uh, king, merchant, and sorcerer. Basically, the king is a card where um, you are a king and you have a certain amount of abilities. One of the king's main abilities is called treasury, which is uh, basically you can take three coins, well, gold coins, from the bank uh, mm -hmm. and you can give, well, you have to give one gold to somebody else. Uh -huh. So you can uh, kind of make friends Yeah, you can make friends and get more gold as you go. And the thing is... The higher level you get, the better your abilities will be. Level 2 treasuries take uh, 4 gold from the bank and two, give 2 gold to different people. That's right. Or you can give it all to one person. Mm -hmm. Level five, level 3 treasury is um, 5 gold to and, th and then 3 gold to someone else. Mm -hmm. uh, so, um, yeah, there are a lot of different abilities for the uh, king, but the main ones are treasury, uh, treason, which allows you to take any action in the game that is a character action without being challenged that's right uh rebellion which is basically you put your king face down on the table and uh if no one challenges you you can flip it and uh you get two different character cards mm -hmm. <clears throat> and then there's the merchant um the merchant works like uh the merchant doesn't really have any offensive capability like no it, not it really is, the point of the merchant is Getting gold and spending gold. Mm -hmm. Like the main merchant ability is called profit, which is out of turn ability. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever someone takes an income or a treasury action or a tax, which is when you have a king and a sword at the same time, you can claim tax, which is one gold extra at the end of your turn. Yeah. Uh, whenever someone does that action, you can take a profit, which is taking one gold from the bank for yourself. Mm -hmm. Which is and cool because it's a passive, right? Yes, it is. Um, and the thing is, uh, you, depending on what level you are, you can do it once, twice, or three times between your turns. Mm -hmm. uh, but and you can you can never take more than one cold. And we should also mention that uh, I think Merchant is one of the most bluffed characters because of oh, this. Oh, it is. Because of this ability. Yeah. I've known many uh, players who have bluffed Merchant because of how good it is. But the way the way my strategy works, like one of my strategies, is don't lie. In a game where it is literally called Kingdoms of Deceit, or translated to Kingdoms of Lying, I never lie. <laughs> yeah, but would, so, would you would you say that it's a it's a valid strategy to to lie? I would in this say game? it is because people would all will always think, oh God, is he lying? Oh God, this if he if he is lying, he could win this, and then people will challenge you. But if you never lie, 
people will eventually challenge you. No one will not challenge you because there's always the possibility. Yeah. And that's the point. You yeah. need to think like a conspiracy theorist. And there are like, times when it's actually a good idea to, to lie, especially with, with, if you haven't lied for a long time, then people will not uh, think that you're lying. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's the time when you can kind of uh, go all guns blazing. Yeah. And the thing is, was the Denik, he's a shit liar. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah are. He's, he's right, he's right. I'm, you're, I'm, you're a terrible liar. I'm not good a liar, yeah. Uh, but you, you still do it, you still do it. Yeah, I, I try, but uh, yeah, it depends. Sometimes sometimes I, you can just tell by by the way I say it. Like, you can, you can yeah. read it from my voice. And I think it's the same when I play with my friends um, uh, in real life. Uh, when we play bluffing games... Uh, yeah, I think you can tell when I lie. <laughs> my, yeah. voice, my voice changes and um, I might get a bit nervous. And It's like the voice your child puts on when he's got a lot of chocolate around his mouth <laughs> and he denies eating the chocolate bar. Yeah. He's like, Zdenek, are agree, you lying agree about that character? <laughs> and he's just like, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. But sometimes this could be actually to my advantage. I could turn this into a double bluff. Yes, but then you try that, and then I pick you up on it immediately. Okay, well, we will see next game, okay? Well, hopefully that will be today. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it will. So, um, you were you were talking about Merchant. Um, yeah, Merchant, uh, it also has an ability called Trade. Now, this is a very specific ability, because um, there, there are the items that we should previously talked about. Um, different items that cost different amounts of gold to do different things, like... A sword costs four gold, is a 1d6 minus two damage, which is one dice, one six-sided dice minus two. So if you rolled a six, it would be a four. Mm -hmm. But the merchant has a thing called trade, where if you go to the antique shop, which is a place where very special weapons are, you have to pay two gold. You go to the antique shop, you can draw one card, lay it face up, and if you want the card that it is, it could be a special magic book, like, for every item in the game, there is a special type of... There are two different types of item. Mm -hmm. Like, unique in, unique versions of the yeah. original unique, items. Yeah, so the, for an axe, there is the orc's axe, which can be used as a shield. Mm -hmm. Or there's uh, the golden axe, which, yeah. uh, when you whenever you attack with it, it uh, allows you to brew one potion. Yeah, it's, it pops, pops potion out of your uh, yeah. soul, uh, axe, because that's, that's a reference to a game. I do not know. And that. That, that used to be called Golden Axe, and it was like on, on the old PCs. And that's right. that's what would happen in this game if you attacked with an axe. And so, the yeah. game is called Golden Axe, actually. <laughs> and, and, the, and the ability trade basically allows you to uh, draw more than one uh, antique uh, card. If you have level one trade, you can draw a second card. Level two, you can draw a third. Level three, you can draw four. Mm -hmm. Uh that's pretty much what the merchant does. It's just uh, about uh, getting money and uh, spending money, really, yeah, yeah. efficiently. So you're mentioning um, this aspect of my game that is like you level up and your abilities yeah, will get stronger. Up. That's yeah. that's like my game could be um, yeah could, could be understood as an RPG game in that. It sense. is a sort of like an RPG game in a sense because it's a multiplayer RPG card game on a board. Mm -hmm. So it's it's. <laughs> Almost, yeah, you, almost a board game, I would say. It's yeah. kind of hard to say. The only thing that would make it better is if it was free roam. What was that? Free roam. It's a phrase where, 
Well, it, it's a term when you're playing a video game and you're allowed to walk across the entire uh, open world. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, all right. Just imagine traveling between the several kingdoms. Behold, the kingdom of Emperor Zero. Okay, so that's yeah, that's a bit of a utopia, isn't it? This, yeah. This idea. It is. It, uh, my, my kingdom is always going to be a utopia. Yeah. All are welcome, except for Zenic. <laughs> what? Come on. Yeah. I'm giving you so much publicity here. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, this... because you need the publicity, man. I do, but... but oh, <laughs> that, was, that was another mean comment. But uh, you said that you, you would like to be famous, so... I, I, Let this I, be I your springboard to being famous. I've already had my spring... I've, I've talked in Switzerland, man. I, I don't need this. Oh, really? Yes, I have. I did a nice big talk about uh, I'm, a disease. I'm shutting you off then. <laughs> oh, shut up. No, you this you need you're, this you're insulting me. You're offending this podcast. Come on. Well, what, what will the listeners think now? The listeners will be laughing and think, "Oh God, this guy does funny shit." I'll watch the next episode. Well, at least, at least you keep you now say uh, listeners and not viewers. Oh, uh, shut up. Okay, so uh, we, we're talking about the characters. We've already covered the king uh, and the merchant. And the merchant. And then there are eight more. So yeah, the next one I'd like to cover is the sorcerer. Mm-hmm. Now the sorcerer, back uh, before Zenic fucked up, uh, was a very powerful card. Um, basically, there is this separate deck called the spell deck. In this deck, there are de- there are like 150 different types of spells. Okay. Uh, they all do different things. Uh-huh. And if you were a sorcerer, you could uh, take some of these cards. Like you can either use one gold to buy one spell. Or you can combine a lot of gold to buy a lot of spells. Mm-hmm. Or you can take a study action, which, well, it used to be called meditate, but okay. now it is called study. Okay. So it basically allows uh, a sorcerer, someone claiming sorcerer, to draw a certain number of cards depending on their level. Oh, you mean spell cards? Yes, spells. a certain number of spell cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're a sorcerer, you can cast these spell cards. Uh, and diff- Back in the day, it used to be just dice rolls. Now Zenic has added this thing called magic dice, quote-unquote. <laughs> okay, so is, is this the only way to cast spells in Kingdoms of Disney? Uh, just, no, just to claim a sorcerer? No, there are other ways. Uh, there is a, a thing called a mana potion, which you, buy, you uh, spend two gold. You can take this potion, and um, you can uh, use it once only to cast a spell. And uh, then there's a magic book, which when you pay, you pay five gold for it, and you can cast spells with that, and it's uh, infinite use. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, yeah, that's pretty much it. Magic book and uh, mana potion. Okay. Yep. So, um, uh, so y- would you say that sorcerer is no longer your favorite character now because of I would the, say, the new change? Yeah, I would say you definitely bumped it down on my list because now it's not as powerful as it once was. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, okay. It so, is still powerful, I guess, if you can get all the spells. But yeah. I'm working on balancing that, by the way. So, uh, I, I what think, do you mean balancing it? Well, so I, I I agree that some spells could be made a little bit stronger, as we say in um, uh, online slang, they could be buffed a bit rather than nerfed. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorcerer is my favorite character. So yeah. I definitely I thought to give Demon it some care. Was your favorite character. Excuse me. I thought Demon was your favorite character. <laughs> okay, what is Demon? Okay, now view listeners. Let me go into this. Demon is uh, the the newest card in the game. 
Is it a regular character? It is a regular character whenever you're playing with Zedenic. <laughs> okay. Uh, Zedenic as a thing, like his strategy, Zedenic's strategy in particular is do whatever it takes to get the demon, and then, oh my god, I don't know what to do next, someone help me. What? What are you talking about? Uh, the demon is a special card. You cannot draw it through this, like the start of the game, oh god, I've drawn the demon. You need to do a certain thing to do it. Like There are several ways to summon the demon. There's uh, using a necromancer, which I'll go into later, mm -hmm. to raise the demon, which is discarding eight cards to summon it at level one. Yep. Uh, you can, there's a potion called Summon Demon, uh, which when you drink it, it allows you to summon the demon. Mm -hmm. uh, but unless you was Zenek, in which case you'll steal it as soon as you draw it. <laughs> That's an in-joke for you, uh, listeners. Okay. Uh, then there's uh, also a demonic sword, which is the most expensive item in the game, as you can only buy it for 10 gold. Mm -hmm. It is also... Actually, it's not even the strongest weapon in the game. It's the second strongest. What do you um, mean? What do you mean? Well, the the axe is one d six. The sword is a one d six minus one. Yeah, but the thing about the demon sword is that it can kill two uh, two characters at once. Yeah, which, which is not roll, possible with the axe. So that's if why. If you roll a five plus, you well, unless you have swift swift axe. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The thing with the demonic sword is um, the special ability it has is if you roll a six three times with the sword, you can summon the demon. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing with Zedenic is, he always gets the demon. So what can and demon do? The demon, um, there, there are these cards called ability cards, and the demon, when summoned, uh, it will draw a certain number of ability cards based on your level. Now, these ability cards, uh, basically, they can be any character action from any character, and you don't need a, the character to use them, like, if I had an ability card called Bribe, which is a, um, Merchants. a merchant action, which allows you to pay a certain of amount of gold or items to a person to stop them from doing something to you, mm -hmm. um, that uh, and I, I, I didn't have a merchant, then I'd be able to use it. Yeah, with your demon. Yeah, with my demon. And it's, re it's really easy to bluff things, because people can't, Don't want can't, possibly, can't possibly know what you have, and they, they're scared to challenge. Yeah, but the problem with Demon is you could get a lot of really shitty ability cards and then you're just stuck with a shitty Demon. Well, th well, that's why that's why I recently um, added this ability called Metamorphosis. Am I pronouncing it right, by the way? Metamorphosis. Yes. And, and which will allow you to, change, to exchange all your ability cards. You might not be aware of this. And, yeah... So, yes, but I don't think I've ever seen anyone use it. I've used it, obviously. <laughs> You've used every ability card in, like, Demon. <laughs> and the, thing with, the thing about Demon is, I don't honestly like it as a card, because the thing with Demon, it makes you a target. That's the thing about Demon. Like, whoever kills a Demon gets one XP extra. So if I had three cards, and one of them was a Demon... All right, this is how the XP system works. Uh, you might have gone over this with Sean. But... Excuse me, excuse me. No, we haven't done that. We are going more in-depth here, which is cool, I think. Just okay. uh, what is XP? Can you explain it to us? Yeah, I'm about sense? to explain it. Yeah. XP is experience points to those of you who don't game on a regular basis. Um, basically, the way you gain XP through this game are through a few things. You can gain it through specific items like uh, potions. Uh, you can gain it through using... The action buy XP, which is you spend a number of gold to buy 
XP. At level 1, it's 2 gold for 1 XP. At level 2, it's 4 gold. At level 3, it's 6. Uh, you can also gain XP by killing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, depending on... What do you mean? Do you do you do to kill the people you play with, or? No, uh, you you kill their characters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Literal over here. Uh, now, if you have a weapon, say a sword, and you were to attack someone and they couldn't defend, and you rolled like a six, mm-hmm. so that would be a four with a sword, they would have to die. And if they had three cards, it would be three XP. Yep. To you. But if they were a level above you, so like if you were level 1, they were level 2, it would be 4 XP. Because 1 level equals 1 XP. Yeah, so it's like a bonus bonus XP. So if you're Zedenic and you die with a demon in your hand, you give the other person 1 extra XP. So yeah. if he had, if Zedenic had three, X, 3 cards, one of them was a demon... And then someone else killed him with a uh, but, with whatever weapon, uh, and he killed off the demon. Four XP. But would you kill the demon in that situation? You uh, wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. That's why you're stupid. <laughs> well, uh, I, I still think a uh, demon demon card is justifiable, and 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 I think you're um, overdoing this. You're exaggerating. I think there were times when I actually dominated with my demon. I didn't necessarily win the games, no. But I dominated right. by having a lot of ability cards and being able to attack, because the more ability cards you have, the stronger your demon so, uh, wrath attacks are. Was this one of those games uh, that exist in your mind? <laughs> uh, well, we, we, we can, we can um, agree that uh, Kingdoms of Decent <laughs> uh, is a mind game, right? It really is. It's all about seeing if you can trick people. Uh huh. So, oh well, yes, I definitely have this card. So before we got sidetracked with the demon, because it is not a regular uh, character not. card, uh, what are the other characters in the game? I don't want to go too in depth with the characters, otherwise we'll be here for, till uh, fucking Monday. Okay. Uh, so I'll quickly go through them. <laughs> yeah. There so, are. Uh, let's see. I've got a list of them here. All right. Uh, we've got Alchemist, which basically in, I'm just gonna do, say their main abilities. Uh, Alchemist's main ability is called Brew Potions, where you there's a deck called the Potions deck, where if you use Brew Potions, you could draw whatever level number uh, potions you have. So if you're level one, you can draw two potions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing with potions is they also have things called negative effects, where if you draw those and you don't have a way to stop negative effects, like an alchemy book. You get those negative effects. So and what, what could be a negative effect? One of the, one of my favorite ones is explode, which basically is now the thing about potions is before Zinnick added several negative effects like um, taxes or something like pay one gold or lose one heart. Yeah. There was only one negative effect called explosion, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, which is where basically it would just be one. Now this was back when alchemy had like necklaces in the potion deck and everything. Yeah. Yeah, this was ages ago, back uh-huh. in the era. Back in the olden days. Back in the olden days. <laughs> uh, then there's, um, let's see, uh, there's Blacksmith, which is basically... Now, no, this does not mean uh, you can forge different types of weapons, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that should be a thing. Um, Blacksmith, basically, he can improve your weapons by using his ability Forge. Which is adding one uh, forge token to your weapon. Okay. Or what, what, what does a forge token do? 
It adds one to whatever roll you're doing. If you add one forge token to your shield and you roll the one, it would be a two. So it makes it, makes your weapons stronger, your weapons yes. and shields stronger. However, you can only have a maximum of two forge tokens on a weapon at a time. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the blacksmith, and the blacksmith also has this ability called revenge. Ah, uh, yeah. Which is interesting. So what would you say about that? Uh, the revenge action is a the revenge action is very specific. It basically, if one of your female characters dies. Uh, you can use revenge to uh, basically attack someone out of turn with whatever weapon you have. And this is this is very powerful because obviously you have to sacrifice your turn normally to attack someone, but this yeah. gives you additional additional attack action. Basically. However, it also has a, a bad part of it because uh, female cards are very very rare. There's only one female for every different character, mm -hmm. and there are only four copies of the character in the deck. Yeah. So there are how many uh, how many characters? One, two, three, ten. Three. Ten characters without the demon. Uh, there are ten characters, so that's forty different cards. So four of the no, forty. Yeah. So no, wait, four of those cards. I no, ten of those cards are gonna be females. Well, the rest aren't. It's more complicated than that because you've got four female princesses, obviously, and, oh, yeah. and four male kings, but that doesn't matter. The bottom line is uh, uh, the the female cards are more unique, and you always want to uh, cherish them. And yes, if, they if, are if one of your characters is, is about to die, you obviously you choose the character that dies. You make the judgment. You and the yeah, and so you, you would normally keep uh, a female character unless you have some kind of strategy. Which is based on the other characters, um, yes. yeah. So why why is so so this is um, so what's what's another reason that the female characters are so unique? Um, another reason is uh, because a princess. Uh, I'll go into princess now. Princess has the ability called seduce. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you have an amulet, which is a pretty cheap item, you can use Deuce. Uh, we on we, a we should, excuse me. I'm sorry to interrupt you here. We should we should mention, uh, just as a, as an inside reference, that this item, this amulet, used to be called um, necklace. Necklace, and and before that, do do you, do you know what it was before that? I can't remember. It was a skirt, actually. <laughs> I wasn't here for that. And and then somebody somebody came to play my game and said that this is kind of politically incorrect, and and he was absolutely right. I just you know sometimes I include some kind of jokes. Some of the jokes could be a little bit like even sexist, but I don't go too far with it. You know. And, and, Did I, does and, and that mean you included yourself? Later I remove it. Pardon? <laughs> does that mean you include yourself as a joke? Well, there is demon, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Princess's ability, Seduce. Basically, if you use Seduce on a player, it's an offensive action. Uh, offense, there are two different types of actions. There's offensive, which is when you uh, use uh, something that will be detrimental to someone else. Mm -hmm. Or non-offensive, which is just uh, an ability which is nice. So income, where you take two gold from the bank into yourself, you really shove it into your own body. Yeah. Um, that's a non-offensive. Attacking uh -huh. someone is offensive. Yep. You have offended me, sir. <laughs> so seduce, basically, uh, you can choose to take one of the three, one of the possible three cards in a player's hand. Uh -huh. If it is a male, when you flip it over in your hand, mm -hmm. then you can keep that card. 
yeah. and you get one XP for every heart token you have. And mm -hmm. every time it's successful to do this, you gain a heart token. That's right. But if it is a female, you give it back, and then you lose a heart token. Mm -hmm. So it, seduce can be very powerful, but it, but it, it, is, it is hard to pull shit. off. It is hard to pull off when people have female characters. Yeah. And and the truth is, the having a female character is the, virtually the only way, unless unless we speak about a spell called swap gender. Yeah. It is the only way you can defend yourself against seduce. But then the the thing is, is that they also added. Uh, things called pets, so I'll now go <laughs> ranger. I think we, what... owe, we owe our debt of gratitude to Bruce for that. Yeah, the thing about ranger is uh, uh, he can do a, an ability called Call of the Wild, which is he takes this thing called a pet deck, which has di different copies of different types of pets, like there's chameleon, dragon, fucking ducks. <laughs> can have a fucking duck. <laughs> one of the pets is called kitten. Yeah. <laughs> So, so what's with the pets? Like they're like animals, right? Yeah, and and, and you can so you, uh, they can help you to to play the game, and they're a little bit random, and it's like more of a fun, really, yeah. than serious the thing, thing the in thing, the game. The thing about kitten is, um, basically, it allows you to do an action called bait female, uh -huh. where it is basically like a seduce action, except you don't need an amulet. That's right. Now, it's pretty much a reversal of Seduce. If you draw a female character, mm -hmm. keep it. If you draw a male character, you don't. <laughs> That's right. And um, a, a kitten is Inkvala's favorite pet. We should, mention, we should mention that. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd think a beer bottle would be, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, okay, so that's Ranger, yeah? So we've just covered Ranger. Yeah. He can call up, call up the wild to get himself some pets. He can also hide in forest when being attacked. And he's good with bow. Yeah. And then we have a Necromancer. So what would you say about Necro? Oh, Necro. Necro is... Uh, it requires a very specific play style. Necromancer is a very difficult card to play if you don't have the right cards. Mm -hmm. So the way Necromancer works is sacrifice to gain. Uh, the ability Necromancer has, which is the most dominant of his abilities, is called Sacrifice. Basically, you put one of your cards down on the table face down and you claim Sacrifice. If no one challenges you, uh, you flip the uh, card up mm -hmm. and you gain a certain amount of spells and then you put it in the graveyard. Yeah. Then you take those spells. Uh, it's more spells than through Sorcerer's Study ability. Yeah. But the, the trade-off is you need to give up one of your characters, exactly. which can be useful. Mm -hmm. The thing is, with if you have a sorcerer along with a necromancer, that is a very powerful combo. Because yeah. you cast spells, and then you can also use something called Dark Resistance, which is what a necromancer has, to block spells and yeah. then poison somebody. Mm -hmm. And you can also um, uh, re-roll your dice or make somebody else re-roll their dice through the ability called Dark, Dark Magic. Fun fact, that actually used to be a sorcerer ability. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, that's that's the virtue of um, uh, developing a game. You want to change things, you want to balance them out. People are not always happy with the changes, so you have to listen uh, out for their feedback. And mean, and it's it's really important to... You mean like when you ruin a spell system? Well, I, I don't know to what extent this is just you... Uh, 
poking fun at me and well, uh, winding me up and uh, pulling my leg major because I, I believe it is uh, it has been received reasonably it's 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 gone down quite well i think this new spell system so i don't know it may have gone down well with other people not with me <laughs> i missed my dice okay i i swear i i promise i will try to make some spells more powerful okay uh, at, at least empty promises from an empty <laughs> man okay the next character is uh let's say uh we've already come first rogue mm -hmm. rogue yes uh that's a, that... that's an interesting character for for sure you mean a, a fucking trolley character <laughs> uh rogue i used to love rogue when I, when i first played this uh game i used to love playing rogue because yeah. i would always get uh, a knife and i just assassinate everybody <laughs> and then dead then, then dead yeah. <laughs> then you would steal from people as well because that's what Rogue can do. Yeah, Rogue is the character that you use if you want to just ruin people's day. Yeah. But the thing about Rogue is, it I it gets very annoying. No one like I think it's a universal thing. No one likes Rogue. Yeah. And like. Yeah. It's just so annoying. Like, oh god, I spent like six turns trying to get this gold. Now but, I can use it. Yeah, I've just stolen half your gold. Fuck. <laughs> and you you make enemies along the way. Yeah. So. <laughs> Rogue doesn't do friendly. And also, he can burn other people's items, right? Using sabotage. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, burn item is a a, a non-character action, which means anyone can take it without a character. However. Rogue has a thing called sabotage, where if you land on a certain square, uh, a, a brown square with the burn dice, mm -hmm. you can use sabotage to activate that certain tile, and it will burn an item regardless. That's, that's right. So this is Rogue, and and we should we should I think there should be an honorable mention of a, a Rogue's ability called cover up, and that's because it was actually Pikachu, uh, Sean from episode one hundred and forty nine, who happened to. Um, suggest this ability to me, and then I thought it was a good idea, so now it's in the game. So what is cover-up? Um, cover-up, basically when you die, if you have a rogue, you can choose to, instead of putting it in the graveyard face up, you can choose to do it face down into the discard pile. Mm -hmm. So people, like if you want people to still think you have a card, uh, when you actually don't, you can just uh, do that. And sorry if you heard that clicking, that my fingers... Oh, that's okay. Uh, I'm just cracking my finger bones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a good way to trick people, I guess. Yep. So that's that's been a rogue, and then we have got. Uh, the, so uh, I think the I believe the last warrior. one we haven't covered is warrior. Yes. Yep. Warrior is. It's a it's a general card, I guess, and like. If you have a, the the warrior's main ability is called weapon specialist. Mm -hmm. um, now the warrior doesn't have any actual like direct attacks. It all relies on like reaction. So if you're using a sword and a shield, you can use weapon specialist called swordcraft, which is instead of the sword being a one d six minus two, it is now a one d six. But if you're using uh, an axe by itself and you roll a five when attacking someone, you can do swift axe, which is you can attack them twice. Mm -hmm. When you're using two daggers at once, you can do weapons, weapon specialist double daggers. You roll two different dice. Depending on which dice is the higher, you can choose which one you want to use. Mm -hmm. Now, the way daggers work, daggers are a very unique um, 
weapon. They don't work off 1d6 minus whatever. These work off 1d6 minus how many cards you have. So if you want to use daggers effectively, you're going to want to have only one card in your hand. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it will be like 1d6 minus 3. That's right. So uh, also there is an ability called Veteran. So when you kill somebody or when you successfully defend yourself with a shield or when you parry with your weapon, then you can add one more upgrade token or master token uh, on your weapon or a shield, which makes this, your uh, ability this, stronger. This ability used to be called uh, Combat Mastery. That's right. Sometimes I change the names because I think uh, just... Um, to confuse my playtesters, obviously, and yeah, to make them angry. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick that way. <laughs> Actually, there is another reason behind this. I'm just trying to simplify some names, and sometimes I realize, uh, you know, uh, that I might reword certain things. So Ooh, that's hold on. That's why I do like that. So uh, headphones fell out. <laughs> so we've just managed to cover all the characters. Thank you very much. I think you you gave us a, a good insight into uh, what are the what each of the characters of Kingdoms of Deceit is about, and uh, that's great, obviously. Now, now, bear in mind, listeners, I have not covered every ability, otherwise yeah. we'd be here till dawn. We would be here um, till dawn, yeah. Yeah, so right. I've just covered general abilities, what they can do, what it entails. Yeah, I thought there's one more thing you could we could you could tell <clears throat> something about, and that's the quests, just because oh. I think it's, it's an interesting aspect of the game. The, the reason mixed wins. Okay, so, so Mix is the, just to remind everyone, Mix is the playtester. We one of the playtesters we gave a shout out to, and, the and best that's player the, of the, game. the best player of the game. Yeah, yeah, he like I have been able to beat Mix before, but not like, I would consider myself like in the top three uh, oh. play, current playtesters. George, I have actually been making statistics here, oh. and and out of the games that Mix has joined. And I'm not. I'm not joking. He won. He won about eighty percent of them, eighty percent. And that's we, we are we are talking. We are talking. A game can. Um, a game is usually five, six, seven players. Yeah. So can you imagine his winning rate? It's just It's amazing. Impossible. It's un unprecedented. Yeah. So what would be impossible is a hundred and ten percent because that would just not. So what? What makes him such a good player of COD? Um. Well, the, Mix's strategy is quests. That's right. Quests are things like, at the start of a game, you draw four different character cards and two quest cards. You discard one of each. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and the quest cards are, you have to do a certain series of actions in a game uh, before you can complete this quest. And if you do, you uh, gain XP depending on how much is on the card and... So uh, a reward. So, for instance, a quest could be burn um, um, every other player's item, or it could, it could be kill somebody with a shield, or it could be seduce uh, um, seduce both your neighbors, or it could be get a demon. There are a lot of quests like that. Yeah, and the way mix works is he does like he combines quests. He will do like three different quests at once mm -hmm. and we'll get like 10 XP off of it and win. Yeah. <laughs> Mix wins through quests. That's right. And it's a valid strategy, but um... it is and it's annoying. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'm sure if I removed a lot of uh, if I removed quests from my game, there would be a Mix lot of people who would who would riot. I'm sure about that. <laughs> 
you would have people hounding you to the ends of the earth. <laughs> for sure. That's for sure. Fix would find you. <laughs> and kill me. Yes. Yeah. And, no, my, and my Just shove a quest in your face. And my demon along the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, mix. Um, yeah, quest cards are pretty much just um, XP, depending on what your action is. Like, if it's a simple quest, like burn two items of other players, that's mm. like one, two XP. Yeah. If it's like uh, King of Deceit, which is the name of a quest, mm -hmm. uh, bluff uh, the one action of eight different characters yeah. throughout the game. Uh, you don't necessarily that... have to bluff them, but you have to take eight eight actions of eight different characters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, so I thought we, we could just uh, drop a few lines about. Uh, can I say that? Drop a few lines. No. No. What's what's the correct phrase? Uh, drop, drop a few bars. Drop a few words about um, the the developing aspect of code because um, like there are there are uh, a lot of obstacles now for me to to be able to actually publish this game one day. I mean, this game is under development, yeah? It's in the pipeline, as we say. And uh, we've been playtesting it for a long time, and the, the game the game has got its its fans, and, and I, I genuinely, I'm genuinely confident that this game is good, and, and I, I believe more people would play it, but I just don't know how to, how to appeal to a wider audience. Sometimes it's really, it's really hard. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to feel like Maybe you this game can't appeal to a wider audience. Like Dungeons and Dragons, mm. that yeah. is a game like that. That game is not for everybody. Like that, that's right. Yeah. The point of Dungeons and Dragons is it's for people who like long, lengthy RPGs with mm. a lot of story. It mm -hmm. is not for people who want to just pick up a game and be like, "Oh, we'll play this for five minutes." Yeah, exactly. Now your game is a lot like a Dungeons and Dragons game, but not as complex. It's like it's mainly made for people who have time. And are willing to commit, and are willing to like play. Oh, let's play this for the last, for the next two hours. Yeah, it is. It, it, it is. It is not a game for someone who's like, oh, I have ten minutes. What should I play? Oh, okay, let's see. That's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I can see this as a, as a as a physical board game. You know, I can see it. Yeah, but yeah. there are some problems. So can I. Yeah, like so, so, I know there are some problems. So one like, of the problems is the complexity. I think. I think uh, you would agree that there are a lot of things you have. I would agree that it's quite complex, but I would say that's what part of what makes it good. Yeah, but my point is like there are so many cards, and can you imagine the costs? They would be so high that nobody would actually be able to publish this as it is now. True. So I would well, have to reduce. That's why you the made the base game, isn't it? That's why you made the base base game. Yeah, I, I was trying to make something like a base game, but then when whenever I want to play base game with someone, nobody wants to play it with me. <laughs> Well, why would we play base game when the full game is there? <laughs> and it's so much better, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, I know. So the, like, so the point is, like, the cost would be too high because of, of the printing uh, printing demands, yeah, or the printing costs. And, uh, yeah, the price would have to go really up and then nobody might possibly buy it, you know? That is true, but so, then you have to think, what if people do buy it? Yeah, well... What if it becomes, like, as popular as Monopoly? Okay, that, that's impossible because, as you said yourself, there are a lot of people who, who prefer like simple games. Yeah, that's not necessarily because the people are simple, and simpletons, and no, no. That's, uh, yes. uh, listen, dear v listeners, as uh, uh, Danae calls you all simpletons. <laughs> what? I, I, I don't. 
I wouldn't dare. Yeah, he all thinks of you as idiots. No, I cherish, I cherish my, I, I, I hold them dear. <laughs> I cherish my <laughs> listeners, I hold them dear, and uh, look after them very well. I think. Like, please don't go. Uh, by don't uh, interviewing interesting people, quote unquote. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so one more thing is the art, because um, obviously, yeah, uh, the art I, I borrowed. I you borrowed, borrowed a lot of the art. A lot of the art because I just found it on uh, Google Images, yeah, mean which like is partly, I would say, partly illegal. But it's I don't think it's illegal because I don't really sell the game. So I just you know, yeah, it would be illegal if I sold the game. Then I would. It would be. You would have yeah. to pay so much copyright. Yeah, it would be like plagiarism and copy. Yeah, you've got like yeah, the Iron Dagger from Skyrim. You've yeah. got. You've got the steel sword from yeah. Skyrim, but you've got Oriel's bow from Skyrim. <laughs> but you've got but... the iron shield from okay. Skyrim. Okay. Fair enough. But uh, first of all, it's from all different places, so I, I I did not like the intention behind this wasn't that I would steal everything from Skyrim. I just found some pictures on Google. So uh, you didn't intend to. Literally. Yeah, and <laughs> and also actually, and this would be very interesting for my listeners. I have I had the character cards drawn by my friend Xenia, aka the Sand Girl, um, someone who I uh, previously fell in love with, and recorded oh. and recorded an episode of the podcast about as well, and uh, created a poem, and and this was one of the most um, um, uh, loved episodes of this podcast actually back in the days, about three four years ago. Oh, does Danik have a crush? I had a crush on this girl, and uh, she she left unfortunately because she she was only spending her holiday here, and uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting time. So I, I wrote her a poem, and uh, and and we we stayed in touch, and because she's an she's an artist and a really good one, um, I I one day I asked her whether she would be interested in drawing these cards for me. And and um, yeah, she was up for it. So so now I have original art for the character cards, which is the most important thing in the game. Mm-hmm. And also, as I said, Dark Lord Jimmy has now decided to help me a little bit. So this is really cool because um, I'm giving it a new cover, and I can feel less guilty about that um, actually, playing the I, game. That actually seems quite sweet that I, that you had a crush on someone. <laughs> you, would, you would expect me not to because I play uh, online games with you. <laughs> uh, I always thought, you know, if you just look at your face. Oh Christ. my God. Why did I ever, why did I ever decide to record an episode of the podcast <laughs> with this person? Because you know that I'll get you million listeners. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, I expect we'll see about I that. <laughs> this is comedy gold right now. <laughs> uh, well, if, if it is 50... Um, if it is 50, then I, you I'll say fair enough, you know, because that yeah. would be really cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, before we wrap this episode up, I thought, oh, by the way, I had this idea that we could uh, one day record a gameplay video. Would it just. Actually, funny yeah? enough, at the beginning of this podcast, I was thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking, oh, if there's anything in podcasts about this, yeah. why don't we record this shit? Yeah. I, I mean, this is this is uh, uh, supposed to be an audio podcast because people can listen to it everywhere they go. They don't necessarily yeah. need to watch us, um, watch us um, 
play it. Play it, yeah. But but I thought well, to do it as a separate thing, like put it on YouTube and get people opportunity to see what the game is about. Yes, Give definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is about Kingdom it is a game that we could play while recording this onto your podcast because yep. listeners don't necessarily need to know what the game looks like. They just need to hear us banter. I agree, but I I think I think this this one this particular one. It, uh, would more suit the purpose of fit the bill, as you say, and that's because I mean we know we know we have to say something, yeah? and it's this yeah. the this this is the primary goal, and we try to uh, keep uh, our listeners entertained, and we speak all the time, we try to be fluent. Whereas when you play the game, you also have to think about what you do next, about your strategy, and that there might be some other problems like the audio. Quality might not necessarily be good. Some people might leave, and I don't think it would go down well. I think we, though, we should record it as a separate video for for YouTube. Yes. Wouldn't you say? I, w- I would say this. Yes. Yeah, I think that we should do that. It's good. It could uh, help people get to know the game. Yes, it it is a good way for people to take a look. See, uh, do I want to play this? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And and okay, so uh, so before I wrap this episode up, I'd like to ask you uh, whether you would be willing to help me with uh, the name of this episode because I mean, you were mentioning something like you sh- we should call it Zdenek talks to God, which I immediately refused uh, for various <laughs> reasons. Um, uh, but, well, let's think. And then you came up with party pooper, which I don't understand why. Because uh, well, party pooper is a term for people uh, pooping on a party, like making something not fun. Okay, and 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 why would you suggest that? In uh, because you're making it not fun by not calling it genetic talks with God. Oh, I see, I see. Makes sense now. But let's let's be more reasonable. What would be what would be a cool way to call this episode? Uh, what would be a good thing to call this episode? Let's see. Well, it has to be relevant to what we were talking about or who you're talking to. That's right. Um, let's say. Zdenek talks to an emperor. Okay, how is it different from Zdenek talks to a god? Because my name is actually Emperor Zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it could it could be quite catchy actually. Zdenek talks Zdenek talks to an emperor. Yeah. But but I have never called you an emperor in this uh, episode. I always called you either George or Major. Yes, yeah, true. But you. <sighs> Well, well, but 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 I agree. It could actually be uh, quite. Uh, but I, you did I say catchy. that one of my names is Emperor back in the beginning of this. I did, yeah. But it could be quite eye-catching when people when people see this yeah, online. They like, might, oh uh, my god, be the like, great what is this? Emperor? Yeah, exactly. I, I think I might go for this actually. Yeah. Is this the Emperor of China? Yeah, I, I'll <laughs> I'll probably go for this. Yeah. Yeah. Zdenek talks to an emperor. Sounds good. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. Okay, so so uh, we have recorded uh, over half an hour of material. That's an hour and a half. Yeah, an hour and a half, and this will make for two episodes of the podcast. I'll have to divide it into two parts because this will, this would be too long. Okay. So I uh, hope you're cool with that. That's fine. And potentially it could even be three parts, but we will see about that. Yeah. Um. So I hope you enjoyed uh, being on this podcast and. Um, I yeah. did. Thank you very much for having me. I think I think we had good fun, good banter. Yeah. And I hope I hope uh, 
uh, the listeners don't mind some of the explicit uh, <laughs> explicit uh, but this was tame compared to some of the games we yeah, played yeah this was very tame uh, i hope listeners don't mind the, the swear words uh, yeah it's... well swear words the, the, i'll give your listeners one lesson in the english language especially in england swearing is like breathing to us <laughs> We swear in almost every other sentence. That's right. And they don't necessarily mean to offend somebody or just to... No, it's just to emphasize, like, oh, fuck's sake, I've lost my bag. <laughs> or, oh, bugger, I just hurt my knee. Yeah, or bollocks. It's like... or bollocks! <laughs> bollocks! Well, uh, speaking of bollocks, I hope this episode turns out to be the dog's bollocks. Oh, and... God, no, that, that's, not, that, that's not the right word. That's not it the is, right... isn't it? It's not the right phrase. The it's, dog's bollocks. The dog's bollocks. That's sort of like hair of the dog that bit you. Like, if, if you drink the same drink that got you drunk after you got a hangover. Uh, as far as I know, the dog's bollocks is something good. So, like, uh, like no, the shit. The it dogs? should be the shit. Do you know what bollocks means? I do. And you don't it? need to go into explaining it here. But, uh, yeah. Why I, would you think that is a good thing? Well, you are confusing my learners because if you check out the Urban Dictionary, this, this... Urban Dictionary is not the same thing. Uh, Urban Dictionary is not the same thing. The bollocks means the shit, which means a good thing. Just saying. Uh, it, and, listeners, don't listen to Zdenek. <laughs> He's not a good speaker. Okay, uh, what? I love lawless. <laughs> oh, okay. No, uh, actually, I think you're confusing my listeners. I mean, okay, you shouldn't overuse this phrase for sure. Yeah, you really should. But if, if you say something is bollocks, it means it's rubbish, it's bad. But if you say something is the dog's bollocks, then it's good. So just, I hope... Just say something is the shit, don't say something is the dog bollocks. Please okay. do not say that. Just because Major doesn't like it, uh, we will... It's because it's the wrong phrase! It is not. Just check out the it's... dictionary. So, um, okay, let's let's see. Let's find it. The dog's bollocks, okay? If you search Urban Dictionary, I'm just going to say you're wrong. <laughs> Urban Dictionary is not the same as the English Dictionary. Okay. I'm so sorry that you have to go through this, dear listeners. Uh, That's okay, because... Um, Zenek seems to be a bit confused. This is an unfair accusation that Major doesn't know doesn't know this phrase. Uh, as a native English speaker, I would like to say that I am right already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're not a teacher. So, can you please check this one? I'll just send it to you on Skype. Yeah, I've just sent it. Oh, dating Russians in your way. That's a great advert. What? Uh, one of the adverts that just came up at the side of it just says, dating Russians in your way. What have uh, you been looking at, Zdenek? My, my God. Oh, uh, I don't think it has anything to do with me. I think the adverts <laughs> the adverts pop up based on your search history. Yeah. So, Major... <laughs> Dear anyway, listeners, Zdenek, anyway. searching for Russians. No, it's you. Uh, please, it send, is... your, <laughs> send your applications to P.O. Box. Um... Uh... Okay. Speaking this of is... Russians, uh, actually Ksenia, the sand girl, is Russian. Oh, uh, so got... it is. So yeah, no wonder. It makes sense. But I've got a lot of Russian listeners, I think, and uh, they're wonderful people. Well, they, um, 
Yeah. Any of you Russian women want to get Wizard Egg? I have no idea why you'd want to. He's an ugly motherfucker. Okay. Uh, but if you ever want to, just go ahead. Send send in your applications. Yeah, I, thank you very I, much. I I was uh, I was waiting for this. You know, this was the last thing we forgot to. to yeah, want please, to please make sure to add in the uh, joke <laughs> at the bottom as to why this was a complete joke. Okay, so the you have the dog's bollocks there. I hope. Uh, yeah. I see it, and it's wrong because it's the Urban Dictionary. Okay. It's not the right thing. Okay. Well, I, I think I think um, Major is referring to the fact that he is a bit posh. At, I am posh. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Listen, this am... is not bad, but don't use it so much. Okay. You, you can I just... like I like the royal family of Nottingham. Oh, okay. Right. You're you're a des descendant of uh, uh, Robin Hood, after all, so. Robin Hood wasn't royalty. I know he wasn't, but uh, you know, it's Get the Robin. Get your facts straight. <laughs> You're confusing your listeners. Okay. Don't ever ask Denik for a history lesson, viewers. Otherwise, he'll make you think that the Queen of England was Shaka Zulu. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know, I think I think we have we have um, bored our listeners enough, and it's time. You it's it's self-deprecated humor, major. I think. It's as a British, as a British man, you should understand that. So now I think it's time for us to maybe play a game of Kingdoms of Deceit. I think that is a brilliant idea. Okay, so uh, until next time, bye. <laughs>